All right, this is Nick Williams with Gopher Illustrated, joined by Ryan James, also of Gopher Illustrated veteran, been covering hoops a long time. Ryan, let's get right into it. Um, Minnesota is going to get the best player in Minnesota next year, Amir Coffey, Mr. Basketball. What can his impact be as a true freshman next year? With Amir, it's about versatility because he does so much, and he can he's so long it's you know he's six seven with a longer even longer wingspan he can step right in you know he'll, he can handle the ball some he can pull ball. he's a good rebounder so he can pull the ball up the board instantly push he's comfortable handling the other way he can guard you know multiple positions and that length of his is a, is a complete asset so what you have is a guy like for example he locked down gary Trent twice this year a five-star recruit in 2017 so what you have is a guy on one end who can keyboard, who can contest shots, who's super long and can deflect and annoy, um, and he can just, you know, guys aren't going to be able to shoot over him. On the other end, he can, you know, he's a 30 to 35 percent, you know, more like 33 to 35 percent three-point shooter. Um, he moves the ball really well. He can handle and push, and he can play a little bit in the post. If you get the mismatch down right, he can do just about everything. Go for fans to expect about, you know, three, four baskets a game. You know, on average, they should expect a couple of assists. They expect about four or five D boards and a lot of you know defense in his time. And yeah, he's just going to give you a little bit of everything every single day. Some here, some there, a little bit more every time. He can do a lot. How much do you think that will affect ticket sales? Knowing that you know fans knowing that he's going to be there. Um, I don't know that it's that level of impact. You know, with Amir, Amir is a, a very important grab for them. Uh, I don't know that the ticket sales are going to jump until they start winning games. That's going to take, <laughs> take more than one guy for that for the tickets to jump the way they want to. Well, speaking of you know some premier guys, Jordan Murphy, all Big Ten freshman team, eleven point seven points per game, eight rebounds a game, second on the team in scoring. How much better do you think Murphy can be next season? Well, the thing about Jordan, you know, a lot of people are going to remember the struggles in the last two games when he took a lot of, you know, he was high-volume scoring. He was a high-volume attempting scorer in those last two games. Jordan's trying to become more comfortable facing up, and that's the biggest thing. He's starting to see a little bit more mid-range touch. He's starting to see a three-drop here and there. Percentages aren't good, but you've seen him face up and attack baseline all year long. And once he gets an, an edge on that guy, if a guy doesn't have the right uh, angle to defend him, he's going to score over the top of him. But now you need to add, you know, the one dribble pull up on the baseline when you don't have the, you know, and you can't take it all the way. He's got to add, become a little more, more comfortable, 14, 15 feet. And you could see that he was working on that throughout the winter because it, it progressed as the years goes on. So now he's going to be, spent, you know, he'll spend April, May, June, July, August, and September working on those things. And that's what you'll see. Plus, you still have the explosion, you still have the rebounding. You know, you still have the, the four-man's game, and you want, and he can definitely improve a lot because he still is only, you know, some. You know, he's got a long way to go with his face-up game in his mid-range, his mid-range game. So that stuff can can improve, and he can get even better. So we got Jordan Murphy, we got Amir Coffee coming in, we got two more guys that Gopher fans are going to see for the first time next year: uh, Reggie Lynch and Devontae Fitzgerald. Uh, two guys who are sitting out this year after transferring. You know, Lynch coming from Illinois State and Fitzgerald from Texas A&M. 
What impact will these two guys have on the program next year? Well, Reggie's instant impact is defense. I've said since he was a junior in high school when we were coaching against, I was coaching against him. Reggie Lynch is a high major defender for the offensive game that was developing. You know, and that's when he was being recruited out of high school. You know, there's he had a ton of offers, but our teams looking, I should say, but then they were worried a little bit about his grades. But then he he did a great job with academics and juniors senior year, and then he got in there when many thought he was going to go JUCO. So. At that point, many people weren't sure what Reggie would become, but he was, you know, high major. He's obvious. When then he went to Illinois State, was one of the best shot blockers in the nation. You know, he's making an instant impact on the D glass. He's making an instant impact blocking shots, making instant impact being aggressive around the basket and making guys think twice about attacking it. Now, but the problem is he fouls a lot, so that's why it's important to have Bakari. You know, cannot stay behind him playing you know, a secondary center role. Offensively, Reggie's offensive game has gotten much better back to the basket than it was. He's more comfortable than he was in the past. He's got, you know, he's more comfortable with his post moves. His touch is better. And oh, by the way, you know, you, he, he's really good moving on the backside for putbacks and uh, dump off finishes. And, you know, he's, he's fairly quick off his feet and he can throw down hard. You know, people can't expect him to come in and be. Mo Walker, when Mo Walker was a redshirt junior and redshirt senior, that's not that's not what you should expect right now. What you should expect is a guy who's going to block, you know, want to be one of the nation's leading shot blockers. You should expect him to deboard about six a game in twenty minutes. You know, I, I say twenty minutes because he's you know he gets the foul trouble because he's so aggressive. And then you should expect him to score, you know, four baskets a game would be my expectation. And then Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald's a tough like. You got to, people got to, Devontae Fitzgerald, he was a top 150 kid in the Rivals 150 when he got recruited out of Texas A&M. He had a great freshman year. Then his sophomore year, he was injured, and he shot very poorly percentage-wise. So his numbers weren't as good as a sophomore. As a sophomore. So he had a great freshman year. Sophomore year, you know, it was, it was poor, and he was hampered by injuries. Now he's a junior. He, he, he spent the whole year maturing, spent the whole year working on, you know, you know, improving his skills, improving defensively. And all Texas A&M people, as they talked about on our message boards just recently this week, Texas A&M people say, shoot, 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 shoot. So, you know, we don't, Minnesota doesn't have a problem with a guy catching a hit and shot. We don't want anybody taking stupid shots. So, we'll be watching the shot selection a little bit. We're watching, you know, how, how, how big of an uh, impact he is defensively. But, Overall, Fitzgerald is unknown because we didn't get to see him play much. He's not from here. We didn't get to see him play much in the, the two scrimmages at the start of the year. And, you know, he was his sophomore year was, wasn't very good in Texas A&M. So we're, he's a bit of an unknown, whereas Reggie, we, we kind of know what to expect. Okay. And last question. I know it was a roller coaster of a year, the losing record, the suspension of the players. Um, all this diversity that they faced this year, how much do you think it will help or affect them at all next year? Well, you're going to have, you know, the, the losing, the, when they would lose games, they never stopped fighting. Not until they lost their three guards did you see them stop fighting. I mean, they never stopped fighting when they were competing. It's a team that has guys who are anxious to prove that they are better than what that, the record says. Jordan Murphy never stopped fighting. Nate Mason never stopped fighting. Dupree McBrayer never stopped fighting. These young guys never stick. Fakari Kanate, you know, he, he never stopped fighting. These young guys 
lot of freshmen or sophomores and sophomores and juniors, and these guys are talented kids. They want, and plus they got two those two junior, two two uh, transfers you just talked about. All these kids have something to prove. Every last one of them. And against Maryland, they showed something, and they thought that was a turning point until they had the the phone problem. <laughs> the phone problem. <laughs> you know, a little like, problem. Yeah. They, yeah. These how will this motivate? I think it's going to motivate him a ton because these guys have a lot to prove. Their fan base is you know doesn't believe they're going to. You know their fan base doesn't believe they can make the turnaround that they believe they can. So you ha- they have a lot to prove. They have a lot to prove. The Big Ten out there they have a lot to prove to their own fan base who they read about talking trash about them all the time you know I guess you know fans have a right to be frustrated I guess talking trash isn't the right way to say it fans have a right to be frustrated with what they see but they also should recognize that these guys are talented and the things should improve and when you read about read read the fans what they have to say that you don't see the fans not so many fans saying that so these players are going to have a lot to prove to their own fan base Prove their own fan base wrong. Prove to the other Big Ten teams wrong. The prognosticators for the, the previews next year. They're going to be picked 13th by everybody. Nobody's picking Minnesota higher than 13th next year. It's going to be Rutgers, Minnesota, because that's what previews do. <laughs> so they're going to have that to prove. You know, they're going to have that to prove them. To prove, try to prove them wrong. Every one of these guys can come out here with something to prove next year. And I think they're going to be highly, highly motivated to show Minnesota, or to show Minnesota, to show the Big Ten, and to show college basketball that they are better than what their record was. They are better than the games that they struggled to, you know, complete at the end. And they're definitely better than the team that only had, that had only four or five scholarship guys on the floor at the end of the year. That's they're out there to prove. And I think they're going to fight to battle every day to prove that. So people can expect a big chip on the shoulders of Minnesota. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much. You can follow Ryan on Twitter. At Ryan James underscore MN. Uh, is that is that right, Ryan? Oh, uh, it's just Ryan James MN. I don't mess with any underscores. I'm not Twitter. <laughs> long, I didn't have to use an underscore. A veteran on Twitter. Um, that's all we got for today. We're, uh, please come back more to GophersIllustrated.com for more recruiting news, more news about the Gophers. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you.